$200. A Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're listening to the SNES broadcast with your hosts, Soul Blazer and George. Hello, everybody. Uh, good morning, afternoon, evening, depending upon when you listen to this. Uh, Super NES podcast, episode 109. Um, we always appreciate you listening to the podcast. Uh, I am Greg. He is George. Oh, I'm sorry. I need some <laughs> WD-40. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it fits. Uh, uh, this is... Uh, uh, like We're covering a very uh, unique and interesting game uh, in, in like this episode, and one that actually has a pretty good story behind it, uh, which I was pleasantly surprised to find out. Uh, this is a Patreon pick uh, from one of our uh, longtime... Uh, Sometimes support is Chad, so, um, uh, so, so thank you again, Chad, for supporting the podcast and for giving us your pick of a game to cover. He wants to talk about uh, Uniracers, uh, which is a game developed by DMA Design uh, and published by Nintendo of America back in 1994. Um, so I never heard of this game. Uh, there's a reason, as it turns out, that probably why I've not heard of it. I heard about this game, but because you're afraid of unicycles. No, I don't care less about <laughs> you. Have a you? You have a? Oh my god! You have a un unrational <laughs> fear of you. Uni- I can't even speak. You know the joke is dumb anyway. I'm not <laughs> even going to say it. Have you ever been a uniracer? Have I ever been a uniracer? Well, have you been on? Well. Yes. But Wait, I, did you I, ask, I, have I ever been on a uniracer? You mean a unicycle? I was trying to ask like, if you were like a racer, but being on a cycle is the same thing. So, yes. Uh, no, no. I, would, I no. would I would, fall flat on my face. Yeah, I have a friend. I can't even, I can't even ride a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, That's I have a friend who had truth. it as a kid because they, uh, he actually, um, he actually used it to help to help him. To, to, he, actually, he, actually, he actually used it to help him for a football practice because... Uh, the bouncing skills that he got from that he got from using that uh, little tiny like uh, even though like silly riding it, but the skills the the bouncing skills he got for that uh, helped him. He said quite a lot for like football. So um, interesting, but weird. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, when's when's the uh, sequel coming out where you play football <laughs> unicycles? Or well, uni- there will never yes. be it. A- there will never be a sequel to this game for reasons like reasons we'll talk about here like in a moment, but because uh, there's no such thing as unicycles, you're living in a, a fever dream. <laughs> um, no, uh, yeah, this is a very interesting game to say the least. Uh, had you ever heard of? Had you ever heard of play this game before, George? I have actually, yes, yes, but you never had played it. No, okay. Um, well, this game was developed by DMA Design, who we've covered recently in recent in recent podcast. Uh, this is the company now known as Rockstar, uh, as Rockstar North. Uh, this is the uh, this is the studio behind Lemmings. Yes. So, so like, so we, so since so since we've already covered DMA design in, in some um, uh, like some detail, we don't need to spend um, uh, 
I'm not sure about it. Um, I will say, however, that like, um, that like, uh, lemmings, and I wish more companies did this, because this is awesome. There is available online, um, a, the modern term is post-mortem, but I'm not sure, but I'm sure that term didn't apply, but, or, 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 had, or hadn't been coined yet for this use back in the mid-90s. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, the designers, the designers, the developers behind the game, behind many DMA design games, actually have online, which you can easily find, uh, articles talking about the development and history of other games, including this one. So, and that's pretty sweet. I wish my companies did that uh, because they made it like pretty easy. Uh, I pretty easy to find a lot of information from a very like reliable source. Yeah, a lot of that's uh, done at uh, GDC now, yes, Game yep. Developers Conference, yep. but. Um... Right. Yeah, it's it's nice to see a postmortem on a game uh, this old. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that term really fits because they weren't using it back then. And like you know, there's no video. It's just like a, a, a like an article talking about the game. But still, uh, a lot of cool information on there. So uh, I would just like so like so uh, like so. There's more. There's more information in depth about the game about the game's development history and tools used and whatnot on there. So if you want to, uh, so if you're interested about that kind of stuff, I definitely encourage you to, to go check it out. Uh, it, it, there's more information above and beyond like we talk about here in the podcast. Um, but um, essentially, as the name kind of implies, uh, this is a game about racing. Uh, you're just racing around these riderless, uh, these riderless, these riderless like, unicycles that are on like like on two D track. Um, the courses are divided into two main types. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a traditional racing courses where you race against another, like, uh, uh, cycle. Um, it, you're trying to get the finish line first. There's also, there's also these stunt, the stunt races. We're trying to get, they're trying to complete, uh, uh, as many, as many high point stunts as you can in the time, by the time that the game gives you. Yes. Um, the game is known as Uniracers in uh, North America. The uh, the European the uh, the 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 European name of the game uh, is Unirally. I don't know why the name difference. I could not find anything about that. Uh, I don't know. That's weird. Why yeah. would you? I mean, I I honestly find that either name could be used in both territories. Mm-hmm. Because we would both understand it's not one of those things where rally is a term that we wouldn't understand or something. Right, and the game was developed in Europe. Uh, but what's even more curious, they're curious about that, like that the game came out in North America first. Uh, right. It came on came in North America in, this, in, this, came on in December 94, and then it get released in Europe until April uh, Flight 95. So, huh. so go figure. Um, I, I, I will do that right <laughs> now, Greg. I'll try to figure it out. So the developers, like the developers of DMA Design, said that they were inspired a lot. They wanted to make a racing game, but they also wanted to make a racing game a bit different because racing games like were the all the rage uh, during this time period because like yes. you know, F Zero and other games like that. Um, but they also wanted, but they also wanted a game that they, but they also wanted to create a game that could show off the system. Not only, not, 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 not only graphically, but they were inspired of, but they were inspired a lot by Sonic. They wanted to see like they can make a game that uh, the uh, game of the Super NES that could be as fast as Sonic was because, um, as most people know, the Super NES processors is slower than the Genesis one. So uh, it was argued for a long time if Sonic could actually be done in the system. Uh, there have been some hacks. Uh, so they have some hacks of the game done 
uh, in more recent years in Chinese territories, in which Sonic's been barred over <laughs> the Super NES, and it actually does. It actually, it, it actually, it actually, it actually does. It actually does run pretty well. So, uh, you ever play that uh, bootleg game Samari? Mm, like no, a, not that uh, one. Like a, yeah, it's like a Famicom. Uh, it's weird. Mario's in Sonic shoes, and he's well, conversely, in Sonic the, levels. Well, and, conversely, they have also hacked Mario, like Mario World, like around the Genesis. So, oh, geez. <laughs> there's, there's also that. Uh, I think, I think the Russians did this one, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It sounds like we're talking about like government conspiracies or something. <laughs> um, but like, um, there's a Russian uh, Mario bootleg where they try to quote unquote recreate Super Mario World for the uh, NES. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's weird. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, but. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, so like we've talked about this before in the past, uh, like, you know, the, the pro- programmers, good programmers can really get around any kind of limitations the system has and really kind of, and really, really kind of, and really kind of paper over the weaknesses of the system. So unless uh, the system has really bad limitations. Well, yeah, of course, but, but, uh, we're talking about the SNES. I mean, yeah, there's a lot you could do with this thing. Yeah. Yes, there is. And like, you know, and this game definitely is fast as far as that's, uh, um, as far as that, as far as that, as far as that objective was, the developers did not. The, the developers definitely like succeeded. This is one of the fastest Super NES games I've ever played. As a matter of fact, uh, because when you get going, there's definitely a sense of speed in this game. There definitely, I mean, like you know, everything flows very smoothly, and it's like it, 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 and like, and the level design with some of the like some of the ways that the courses are arranged, it definitely, it, it definitely feels like a, uh, yeah, yeah, um, it definitely feels. Um, it definitely feels like, it definitely feels like feels like a Sonic game in parts. Um, I definitely got a very strong Sonic impression, uh, like in this game. I'm not sure if you did also, George, but that's weird. I totally did not. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I, I get what you're saying with the speed and everything. I don't know. It just didn't really feel like Sonic or anything I mean, at all to me. Some of the course tracks, like the way the courses, like kind of like you know, bend it over in themselves, like by mm-hmm. degrees, like the uh, the hills, the hills and whatnot. Uh, the hills have eyes. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a scary game. Yes, it would be. Um, yeah, I mean, like, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not sure how many Sonic games that you played, but uh, it definitely reminds me those those uh, those course designs are very similar in some areas, like Sonic One and Two, as far as the actual, uh, you know, the loop de loops yeah, no, and the I, hills and that kind of stuff. I, I know what you mean, yeah. but I don't know. I just never got that kind of feeling. Mm. Yeah. Am I the weird one here? Uh, I don't know. Listeners, this is like feedback material. <laughs> oh, great. You know everybody's going to say I'm stupid or something. <laughs> Why is he even on the podcast? <laughs> it's comic relief, that's why. <laughs> oh. I bet you he doesn't even play the games. <laughs> Shh. Uh. My secret. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, as we mentioned before, the main gimmick for this game, uh, uh, besides the speed of the game, is the fact that you're actually using a, um, like you're actually using, like you're using like a unicycle as opposed to like a car. Uh, no, you are the unicycle. You you literally are a, a sentient a sentient bike, like in this game. Yes. Um, now, okay, now this game has just turned into a horror game. That is, <laughs> that is scary. That is. Because you have like you that's have a the, nightmare. Because you have the you have the you have the seat kind of the, the seat like, like kind of 
the seat's kind of like the head. Yep, the head. Yep. Huh. So, but and like then when, like when you win a race, don't you like bow? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's very cute. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Not just bow. There's other like you know, like end of stage gimmicks that it does also. Yeah, they also kind of like dance or whatever. Dance, dances, hops yeah. around. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, that that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, very cute. This whole game is very cute, actually. Uh, you know what? Those really... those animations when you like like win a race or whatever for some reason re- reminds me of like the Worms games. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought about that. That's a good point. Yeah, um, the, the Worms games were done by worm, the Worms games. The Worms games were developed by uh, uh, they were developed by the same company, were they? No, uh, Team Seven or whatever. Okay, all right, yeah, but yeah, but uh, yeah. So, um, is there a Worms game on SNES? Uh, I don't think so. I know. There's... Oh no. Okay. Well, there's one on PlayStation. So, the, I, I definitely, I definitely know that. I definitely know the PlayStation, the PlayStation, like the sixty four, like have like Worms games. Yes. Yes. So, yes. I, so uh, we, so we have some kind of outlet where we could talk about worms. Right. Exactly. So, yes. <laughs> um, do unicycles get worms? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Find out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they probably, they probably do need a heavy dose of WD forty. However, like you were saying, because um, yeah, you know, anything you know, any seems... kind of metal on metal right. contact. Yeah, at some point you'll need some WD forty. Yeah. So um, yeah, and as you go around the course, also the uh, like like also the cycles, the cycles themselves also change. Like you know when you bend, um, uh, somebody going fast, like they bend over like a person would. Uh, just to kind of show that that extra speed they're getting on them, so um, and there's also yeah like, some very nice touches in this game. Yeah, the gra- the graphics no. in this game the graphics in this game are really like really like well done because uh, yeah. they're they're simplistic. They're simplistic. On one hand, they're simplistic because the backgrounds of many stages are, are nothing really like are, are nothing really special to write home about. They're just kind of like these like blocky objects or like weighty lines or that or uh, or checkerboard patterns that kind of stuff. So. Uh, Honestly, this game almost looks like a uh, like an independent game that came out now. I could see that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Some of the same. Yeah. 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 Some of the same tools evolved, uh, like that matter, probably. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So the backgrounds, the backgrounds are nothing special, but the foregrounds, the actual races going on, are very, are, like, are very nice. Uh, they're they're very sharply, de- uh, they're very sharply defined. Uh, the course, the course is well covered. Uh, your bikes are very distinctive looking, uh, so there's no problem like being able to tell your bike apart like Napoleon's, like for example. Uh, and like we we're saying before, the animations, whatnot, when you're doing the jumping, the stunts, and whatnot, it's very cute. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this game was like well thought out. Yeah, well, well, yeah, because DMA Designs they had the by the uh, uh, you know you know they were a very good programmer, a programming house, and and this wasn't their first Super NES games. They definitely have a system worked at this point. So, right, but uh, but creating a racing game that's unique and then like, oh, what are we gonna use? I don't know. Why don't we do unicycles? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What are we gonna do? You know, I just it is it's pretty creative. It's you know super unique. Um, they could have just been like, I don't know, you make cars and it's top down. And <laughs> I don't know. Let's just copy RC Pro M or whatever. Right. <laughs> You know? Um, so the so the uh, uh, the racing courses and the stunt courses actually 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 do connect one another. Uh, I'm not sure if you had picked up on this, George, but uh, if you do better in the stunt races, uh, like you're able to get like you know like more points, uh, 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 like more points uh, for doing them. For example, 
uh, it gives your like gives your unicycle bonuses for the like the regular racing courses by making it go faster, uh, like for example, or some other like bonuses as well. Also, so, I thought it was just you had to do the stunts while racing to go faster. Yeah, well, yeah, that also. But like your, uh, I didn't um, know doing this. I didn't know doing stunts in the stunt races gave you some better speed as well. As long as you, huh? Like as long as you go over the minimum, uh, uh, the minimum point, like point balance required. Yes. So. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's weird. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah. The uh, this I yeah I have mixed feelings about the actual stunt races, the stunt uh, like stunt courses uh, courses of this game. Um, I like the fact they're here because it's a very nice change of pace compared to like right. the, uh, 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 like compared to, like the regular just the regular like you know like racing around the course fast you can kind of like thing that most racing games have, but. Um, and the stunts, the stunts are pretty simple to pull off, uh, themselves. Uh, the problem is that actually trying to nail them correctly and accurately, it can be, can be like very difficult because you have a very limited amount of time and a very limited amount of space to work with. So yeah, this, this game is a lot of getting the muscle memory and whatnot. Mm. That's a good way of, yeah, it's a very good way of describing it. Uh, Yeah. Uh, the game, the game, the game starts off fairly easy, uh, but some of the courses get very difficult. It's like very soon after that, so you definitely. Um, I'm very bad at this game. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, well, well. What is yes supposed to mean? Well, it's a tough game. What does that mean? Uh, I agree with you. <laughs> I agree. Uh, you're terrible at video games. <laughs> oh man, Craig. Um, no, the actual, the actual racing courses themselves. I, I didn't. Uh, uh, um, I, I didn't have too much problem with it. A problem with it, at least for the first like cert, uh, 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 um, at least for the ones in the first tours. We're talking about how the game is broken up here, like in a moment. But uh, it was a, I definitely had problems like the stunt, um, uh, the stunt races part of it. So because like I said, I think I I think I was better with the stunt stuff mm. compared to racing. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah so uh, there's a yeah there's a lot in this game. Uh, there is a. a there's a nine tours available to you, uh, five tracks each, um, which is broken up of two races, two circuits, uh, and a stunt course. Like uh, each one, so each one's like 45. There's 45 tracks total, but uh, to, the total in this game. It's not uh, bad. Yeah, yeah, for the, yeah. For this time period, uh, for 16-bit system, yeah, definitely very good. So, I mean, it's more than like F Zero had. It's more than like what the five more. Um, like racing games had so, um, and the courses themselves, as we, as we were talking about, are fairly are fairly quick or fairly, fairly quick. Like if you're good at it and know what to do, but uh, yeah. but you definitely but you definitely probably will be replaying uh, replay playing at them a few times until you learn, until you learn the lay of the land and figure out you know so which which the thing do. the thing that really makes it hard though is because you know you can't just race and win. Mm. You have to go and get that speed boost from tricking doing yes. tricks and whatnot yep the problem is learning when to do them because there are times where you do them and you totally set yourself up for the fall mm-hmm. and that's essentially <laughs> the end of the race um so i think the most common trick that people do is the they jump and then they do the the front flip or the back flip yes yep. the, yeah i think it's called a roll in the game or whatever yes yep that's right um, and people like you can usually quickly do that, and you'll get a good speed boost. Right. 
but uh, yeah. I probably should like you know define these define these uh, define the differences between these, like three different three different courses here like, real quick. Uh, race courts contain checkpoints that you have to like uh, like cross set you have to like cross cross every now and then. Um, and uh, whereas like 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 circuit courses have a set number of laps, uh, and the flight race ends after you complete. Uh, the required amount of laps that that course has usually like two or three is the usual amount of, uh, of laps of laps you have to do like playing these courses. Uh, these are also these are these are also shorter uh, than the race courses are. But both but but both races races and the circuit circuit courses you have to defeat your opponents. Um, whereas whereas not courses of course the ones we like the ones we, like the ones that we were talking about that we have to like do the do the stunts and the set amount of points. Um, yep. So. Yeah, a uh, very good variety here. I appreciate the fact this game has the uh, uh, um, uh, like different kind of forces where forces in it. So, um, you do have some choice in picking like in picking your racer. Uh, there are sixteen different racers like available like available in the game. Uh, they all have different colors, like all have different names, uh, and you can rename them in the option in the option menu also, which is a nice touch. Um, there's no yep, different. You can you can put bad words. Mostly bad words. We'll get to that later on. But <laughs> oh, now I want to hear more about this. Uh, there's yeah, there's a secret about that later on in the game, which we're, we're talking about here when we get to the secrets, the secrets, and hints, uh, and codes for this game. But um, so the difference. So there's not many differences between the different uh, the uh, the uh, um, uh, between the cycles, except for the color. The only the, the only difference, like, is that it um, uh, when you complete a trick. Uh, each uh, each cycle will have a different uh, phrase that it will say on screen when you finish that trick. So that like so that and color is really the only differences between them. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, there's slight differences. I mean, they're not like anything like you know, don't feel bad that you didn't like see like what. Right, right. right. I but, just yeah. is I just didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I want yellow because yellow is my favorite color, and yellow rocks. No, yellow's for bananas. <laughs> bananas rock too. No, 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 no they have potassium. <laughs> I have a bunch sitting in my fridge right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I'm jealous, actually. Well, they're cheap. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, so that's the only difference like, uh, um, you know, like between them. Um, there's also there's also multiplayer mode. Uh, um, two, uh, two different kinds of multiplayer mode available, like available in this game. Um, you can play with a friend in split-screen two-player mode. Uh, there's also uh, there's also available a league mode, where eight people take turns like competing like like one another like like one on uh, competing against one another like like a one-on-one race. Yeah, we didn't get to uh, do the multiplayer. No, but it's okay because because I have a because because nowadays I have a hard time with I have a hard time uh, playing. Like, uh, playing like no split screen games. Why is that? I find it to be very uh, hard to focus upon my side of the screen, and because because I'm seeing the because you're looking at the other person's screen, you cheater. And because of, well, it, well, so it's also because I'm also I'm also seeing what's going on with the peripheral like my eyes uh, of the other part of the screen, and it kind of causes me to get some. Um, uh, uh, okay, it, Plan also causing me like some nausea. Uh, really? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't really get motion sick uh, very easily. But like something about split screen, split screen um, games. At least, 
at least, at least, you know, at least on smaller TV sets and monitors. I think if I was playing this on like maybe like a 60-inch television set, the size would minimize that effect. But you want to get motion sickness? Play games in VR. So I've heard, yes. But. Oh man, that's really bad. I don't get motion sick at all, but very rarely oh, I get motion man. sick. But so I mean, my split screens, like you know, split screen games are pretty much the only things that that do it to me. Um, that's interesting. Having said that, I can see somebody get motion sick a little bit playing this game because there are some very oh uh, yeah uh, 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 because there are some very intense uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for um, action parts in some of the races. Uh, you like you like loopy loops and fast jumps and that kind of stuff going on. So the screen can uh, the, the the game scrolls very well, but it's some very like you know. Um, you know, but there's some very like some quick, some some quick graphic uh, camera camera cutaways and whatnot. So, I definitely see somebody who's sensitive getting some motion sickness with this game. Yeah, just slow down the frame rate, then. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, something else here to help spice the game up is there's also uh, the track itself uh, um, is made up of patterns on them, which correspond to the track's properties at like the, the, like they near that point. So. Right. Um, I'm not sure if you saw. I'm not sure if you made the connection like all these George, because I didn't make the connection with some of them until I looked them up. But uh, for example, a salt yellow bar wouldn't get a shortcut. An orange, uh, like an orange yellow bar wouldn't get like wouldn't get like an upcoming hazard. Um, there's also oh. there's also obstacles like speed ups, corkscrews, uh, corkscrews, loop the loop, loops and twists and that kind of stuff as well too. So right, yeah, I didn't realize some of those. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the very last tour, uh, which I did not get to, by the way, uh, also has a, uh, like also introduces a new gimmick, uh, also known as uh, the games the games cheating at you know, the games cheating on you. Like at this point, um, <laughs> uh, the anti uni uh, is um, which is a uh, uh, which is a which is a computer controlled opponent, and if you touch it by accident. Uh, during that, uh, uh, in a race, in a race in that last tour, it'll cause several odd, like odd effects to happen, such as like track becoming invisible, the controls reversing, and the, and the background no longer moving in sync with the actions. That sounds terrible. It does sound terrible. Yeah, like I said, the game's cheats at this point, so <laughs> they don't want you to win. <laughs> um, having said that, uh, we did mention, however, the courses themselves are somewhat short if you know what you're doing. Uh, the long play of this game on YouTube is uh, like uh, on YouTube for this game is just over three hours long. So, yeah. So, not that long if you know what you're doing. But uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, there's a lot of content. And there's a lot of content. I would argue yes. it's pretty good for the original price. Yeah, yeah, it is. And like you know, uh, um, uh, and like so the, and so uh, the game, the game does have some, the game, the game does have some like replayability because you have to get. Uh, uh, there are medals, uh, gold, silver, like gold, silver, and bronze. And bronze, then you're required to get a certain number of certain types of medals to advance uh, from, like you know, from circuit to circuit. So yeah. there is some, there is some like replayability in this game as well. Because you're trying to get like you know, like um, uh, the game, the game is battery, so it does save your best times. So as those that incentive about like beating your own, I uh, so it's like those that incentive like. like like, like beating your best time, like whatnot. So, uh, which is pretty cool. So, I'm not um, that I'm not that kind of guy. Yeah, I'm not uh, somebody who would sit there and play Mario Kart on 
N64 or whatever and, and ghost, do the ghost mode or whatever. Do the time trials and try to beat my time or whatever. <laughs> so, uh, you may... Like so, like so, like so. You may realize this uh, after the fact. I've said this, George, but uh, the game was apparently developed with the same workstations uh, that Silicon Graphics also used for uh, Silicon Graphics, like also used for Donkey Kong Country. Right. So, um, and I can't see that. I, I, I mean, there definitely are some graphical similarities between the two games. Um, uh, yes, kind of. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, like, so the game got mixed reviews when it came out. Um, it was a, uh, a very polarizing game, like, looks like, because it's like, um... <laughs> it started wars. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, um, just that nobody seems to be in agreement. It's like the overall, uh, I, you know, the overall, the overall things like about this game. So, uh, let's... You know, let me give you an example. Uh, game Pro's uh, review, like most of their major magazines uh, who covered this game back then, like was mixed. Uh, they praised the fast pace. They praised the music. We haven't talked about the music. The, um, uh, so we've talked about the music yet. The music, you know, the music in the game is like very good. Uh, it fits yes. the game. The, the, it fits the game very well. It's very super nicheous in the sense that, like, in the sense that it sounds like a, it, it makes good use of the like the sound chip and the unique abilities of the sound. That's Sony hardware. Yep. So. Um, <laughs> And so, and, and and so, yeah. But they, uh, um, but they criticized the sound effects, and they also criticized the graphics, remarking the, hmm. the, the graphics, like remarking that all the, the like remarking, remarking that all the backgrounds um, are clean but boring looking. It's like all these cycles like look identical. So I can, uh, so I, uh, so I kind of see that because I, because you mentioned earlier the backgrounds, backgrounds, the backgrounds are very plain and simple. I mean, there's not very much. Uh, to them so yeah but i would i would i would argue that saying the graphics aren't good in this game is kind of silly yeah um the unicycles look great and you know it's a it's a simplistic game it's not supposed to be you know this is not supposed to be like some crazy tech demo or whatever oh look it's mode seven (laughs) like it's not supposed to be like anything crazy but like for what it is like the unicycles and everything look really good yeah uh, who reviewed the game burn them Burn them at stake. <laughs> well, in the end, uh, GamePro did recommend the game, saying it was addictive. So, mm. I mean, um, um, so uh, Next Generation uh, also had very like mixed thoughts like, about this game. Uh, um, uh, they were basically saying that the uh, the Uniracers is a very like innovative and unique concept, um, but the surface dullness it kind of hurts it, like hurts it some, and the excitement mm. and novelty of the game wear off after a while. So, yeah, no, I definitely know that feeling. Yeah, uh, but in yeah. the end, they gave like three, I mean, but in the end, they gave the game three point four out of five. That's not bad. It's pretty good. And the uh, uh, and the uh, and uh, and EGM also said that it kind of lacked the charm of some of uh, DMA's uh, like other games. But they also said there's gonna be like a call following yeah. like the game because it's a very like, unique racing game, which I certainly agree with. So, um. Uh, and that the uh, um, you know the um, and when the controls was like are very good, we haven't talked about that. The controls of this game like are very good. I, I, I mean, they I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with them at all. They felt responsive. The bike handled well, so like kudos for that. So yeah. uh, they did mention that you know the traffic controls are all very good. The game does something that has excitement after a while. So they had to give the game a five point five out of ten. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's, so. <laughs> that's less than 3.4. Yeah. Yeah, very mixed games. Uh, Entertainment Weekly pretty much said some of the same things, but they kind of concluded that the games kind of... Uh, I mean, the game's like really best like with kids, which I can kind of like, agree with because like this is a very good like kid game I think because it's very bright, very colorful. It's it, definitely kid friendly, but definitely yeah. So it depends um, like it, it depends on like what age range you're talking about. Sure, because, right, like, right, right, yeah. You know, I I don't know if it's just me, but like if you're talking about oh it's very colorful, it's perfect for kids. It's like are you talking about like three year olds? <laughs> you know, because like I I don't feel like vibrant colors really matter much when you get into you know older ch child ranges i don't know yeah well i'm no science stir but this is the this is how i feel well when somebody says kids uh, kids uh, kids I, I usually think about this but I, well for some reason with me at least i i usually, I usually think about the 6 to 12 range so that's uh, what i think of too but yeah i don't think i don't know it just feels like Oh, it has vibrant colors and it's it moves a lot. I don't know. I feel like that's something that's for like maybe like four and younger. I don't know. I don't have a kid. I yeah. don't know anyone who I, I don't I don't have any friends who have kids or whatever. You know, I'm not in contact with kids. I should say. Right. Um. That's not because of law. Just, <laughs> let's just let's just <laughs> just being honest here. Uh, just because I don't have the chance. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, but yeah, you know, this game is very unique. I, I unique. I really can't think of any of the, like unicycle games that are out there. So, uh, oh, geez, isn't there like? Uh, I know there's like no like actual quote unquote unicycle video games, but there are some games that have like unicycle stuff in but I don't think it's like big production games hmm. like some of like um some of like those uh weird flash games with uh I think like Happy Wheels has like a character with a unicycle or something I've never even, never even heard of that game oh geez Happy Wheels is a weird flash game where it's, it's kind of like Unirasers in a way where you you have you have to like get from point A to point B and mm. and you have to do it as quickly as possible. But there's like other stuff going on. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. But hmm. Okay. Um. So there's yeah, it's a, a it's a it's a weird and gory game as well. You <laughs> like you like uh, fall off your bike or whatever, and then your hiking gets smashed in. And... Yeah, you should take a look at it. <laughs> So there was a very interesting story, like story about this game, also like also as well, uh, which I found out when doing the research, the research, the research, research on the game's development, uh, that I had no idea about this, uh, but it actually happened. Um, this game was involved in a lawsuit. Uh, the Unicycle Riders of America uh, <laughs> sued the the development company because they said that hey, unicycles aren't sentient. That's that's not right. Unicycles are our tools, and I don't know what what was the reason. You actually hit upon a small bit of proof <laughs> there with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, uh, no, uh, Pixar sued, like sued DMR. Oh, that's right. I heard about this. Yeah, uh, yeah, they sued. Yeah, yeah, they sued DMA Design shortly after the game came out, saying that they copied the unicycle design the concept from their uh, like uh, like the nineteen eighty seven short film uh, Red's Dream. 
Um, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, I never heard of that movie, so um, I looked it up online. Uh, it's like a short, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, I couldn't That's find, like, so weird. Like, like, hey, you copied our <laughs> generic design of a unicycle. It's a unicycle. That was pretty much... There, there's already a design for it. It doesn't make... That doesn't make any sense. That was pretty much DMA's uh, uh, defense, uh, like, to the lawsuit. Like, That's right there, like but. Samsung suing, like, an animator because they, they put a TV in there, like webcomic or something but they didn't brand it but it's like that looks like our tvs it's like <laughs> it's just a tv a tv is a tv um so oh. anyway uh yeah i could not find the actual film available online but i did uh but this is um you know but this is some pictures some pictures some pictures i'm very surprised you can't watch it online now that's um, weird so yeah the unicycle the unicycles do look very close to that uh one in red dream i i um you know, i will give them that much but then again like i just said how many ways can you depict a unicycle i mean like you know um it has one wheel we're so <laughs> you're copying our design um so uh so eventually uh this lawsuit like many lawsuits uh, the vast majority of lawsuits actually uh was set out of court um and finally reached an agreement uh, the, the agreement was that, um, that they the, don't make unicycle games anymore. You're half right. Nintendo, <laughs> uh, DMA design, Nintendo was the publisher of this game, agreed that the only, uh, they manufactured an initial run of 300,000 copies of the game and they agreed that no more copies of that game might be made. So, uh, um, oh, you know, so like, so, so they'd be allowed to keep, please be allowed to keep selling the game, uh, um, and, uh, until that batch ran out, but after it ran out, they couldn't do any more copies. So that's why. Um, so three, so three thousand copies is not a rare, uh, a, uh, um, a rare game. Uh, no, we're talking about DMA design. Um, <laughs> no, I mean like you know, um, compared to some other Super NES game runs, with like uh, that are smaller. Three 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 thousand copies does not make this a rare game. It does make it like an uncommon game. So. Um, so, uh, so, so, and that affects pricing, which will get you here uh, on the podcast later on in a bit. So, that's why there'd be a sequel to this game, George, because uh, because of the fact that they're probably afraid to get sued again. So, but uh, yeah, uh, interesting. So, yeah. So, um, I mentioned some cheat codes earlier, George. There are several. Uh, um, uh, uh, there are several cheat codes that they play available in this game. Uh, there's one code you can do which will delete everything that's in the memory. So you can like you know wipe all the scores off uh, um, uh, by the game pack if you want to, like for whatever reason. Uh, Doesn't sound there, like much of a cheat. There's up. Uh, 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 there's also a code that will let you. There's also a code. There's also a code. There's also a code that you can use uh, to see the ending. And uh, there's an ending. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's an ending. Hmm. Uh, and there's also. There's also some restrictions about the names you can uh, play with the names the names you can use to rename your cycle. Uh, I, I, I um you know I kind of alluded to this earlier. Uh, 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 DMA design uh, pokes some fun uh, at uh, um, at Sega uh, like of this. Um, even though the game does have some Sonic influences to it, uh, if you try to change your bike name to either like Sega or Sonic as a name, uh, the uh, uh, the actual, the actual name of the, the actual name of Psycho that you'll see when you race, but it'll be like not cool enough. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, Satan apparently also gives you the same response. 
<laughs> okay. So, interesting. <laughs> Very. Uh... Uh, there's also, um, uh, 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 there's also a trick you can do in this game to get you, um, uh, like, win the game with a gold medal, um, um, when you only get a super medal on it, so you can use that to advance the game, like, very rapidly if you want to, to, uh, to make the game easier for you, so, uh, that's not, like, you know, like, uh, like, cool trick you can do in this game. Um, I do have a couple of, uh, um, you know, quick... Um, quick tips and tricks I can give some uh, um, you know, give to folks out there who've not played this game. I, I usually don't do this, but I figure that since you, uh, I'm a figure, I'm a, um, you know, but I figure that since like, Racers is such like an um, uh, like an uncommon game, uh, that um, uh, that uh, maybe these uh, maybe these uh, like hints will help a little, like a little bit. Um, we already mentioned uh, paying attention to the color of the track uh, because the fact that that kind of gives you clues, uh, clues what's coming, that kind of stuff. Uh, stunts also are very very helpful and critical to do because they help you reach top speed. Um, and like F Zero, uh, I'm not sure if you picked up on this, George. You can hold down the Y button, uh, the Y button when the race starts. Then they give your, uh, they give your cycle like a quick, like you know, like uh, like burst ahead to start the race. No, I didn't know that. Jeez. Yeah, that would have yep. been helpful. So, but. Uh, so uh, pricing, I mentioned that I mentioned before uh, about eBay. Um, three hundred thousand copies would make for an uncommon game, like I said before. But the price of this game is actually like pretty cheap, uh, despite that. Probably because this game is not like it's not well known. Um, it's not that um, it's not that like well known. Is kind of like you know like uh, like not super popular. Um, Sixty-four copies of the game are currently listed on eBay. Sixty-eight copies that I recently sold. Uh, and, and this is and this is actually one of the cheaper games, at least in card only ver- card only ver- version, uh, because you really don't because, because you really don't because you really don't need the manual for this game anyway. Uh, 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 car the car pricing I think is like very cheap for Super NES pricing that uh, you have done so far with this podcast. So, so these prices include shipping. The average prices that the um, carts carts have sold for this game anywhere from six twenty five to eighteen dollars fifty cents. Really? Yeah. Oh, not bad. Uh, CIB is all over the place, like usual. Uh, they have gone. They, they have. They have gone for as low as twenty-five dollars. Uh, I mean, have gone as high as like seventy dollars. Too much. So those those loose prices are pretty good for uh, what you get out of the game. Oh yeah, definitely. So, yeah. um, so yeah, um, I can understand definitely like why, um, you know, like why a um a chat likes this game so much because um because you. Except, except if you enjoy racing games, this is a very like you know fun, unique take on racing game. Uh, very said, unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because how many times you get to race like cycles around? Like not very often. So, <laughs> um, I could see somebody who's not even you know I you know I could see somebody who's not even like a big racing game uh, fan having some fun with this one too because it's yeah. it's like so unique. Um, I mean like the graphics, uh, the the uh, the graphics and the gameplay and that kind of stuff. So, um. You know, I, I can agree with some of the negative parts about this game. I think the replay value, um, the replayability of this, this game is probably like limited, um, and some of the courses can get some of the courses, especially later on in the game, can, can get very frustrating. And I wish the backgrounds had some more spice to them, rather than just being the simple background uh, obstacles and um, uh, objects, objects, objects that they are like whatnot. But still, uh, for what it is, I think um, you know, I, I think DMA designs exceed it 
and making like a very unique, fun, uh, challenging, uh, challenging a um, challenging racing game. And this definitely is one of the faster games in the system. So you want to see an example of, uh, of what the processor can do when it's like uh, uh, when somebody programs it who knows what they're doing. Uh, this is a very good game to look at, just like for an example. Yeah. Do you have anything to add on to that, George, about your final take about this game? Um, so, I mean, this game is, and, and we keep saying it, but this game is pretty unique. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like this is kind of an era where, like, uh, a lot of stuff hasn't been tried yet. So, um, I don't know. I feel like maybe more fresh ideas came out of this era because... The further we get into video games, it seems like the more each video game kind of seems the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's like, going back oh, to the all 80s, these, too. So. All, these, all these shooters just, like, seem the same, or all these racers seem the same. But, like, you know, this game was just like, hey, instead of, like, cars or, you know, whatever else has been done, you know, like, why don't we try unicycles? Hmm. You know, I, don't, I don't know. It's it a unique game. Uh, it looks pretty. It's a cool game. I don't know. I, I, I'm very bad at this game, but, (laughs) um, I like it. It's got a, it's got a nice design, but like, it's, it's also simplistic. So, you know, there's not, it's not very confusing. It's just more skill-based than anything, you know? And it also, Mm -hmm. it it doesn't have like the Mario Kart thing where you can get items or whatever to like you know, either help you give yourself a boost or, you know, try to knock well, back enemies items, or whatever. Are, this is a... Yeah, well, not items, but there are, like, you know, like, several, like, several, like, you know, like, track effects. Um, you know, that can Right, cut. but that's that's part of the track. Right. Like, every everybody gets to that point at, 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 at some point. Right, yeah. Um, you know, this game's really skill-based, so yeah. that's pretty cool. So. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, definitely... Definitely an interesting game. Uh, I think that this is, uh, yeah, like I said, um, uh, like anybody enjoys who enjoys the uh, recent games, uh, or they're, um, they're, they're, they're just like a casual fan of recent games. Definitely, uh, you definitely should like ch- um, check this out because like it's pretty fun. So, um, you know, it's too bad. That, um, it's too bad the lawsuit kind of like you know limited the actual production production run of this game because yeah. because uh, maybe it would sort better. Um, you know, um, but uh, in any event, like it is what it is. So, uh, I like I mentioned before, this is the pick from Chad, who's one of our uh, Patreon backers. So, I want to thank Chad again very much for supporting the pod, the, the, pod, the podcast. Uh, I also want to thank Richard this time, uh, who's also a Patreon backer. It, so if you'd like to be like them, find you dictate a game, uh, like a game like us to play. Uh, we have that available as one of several tiers on our uh, tiers available on our Patreon, which is a the Patreon, which can be found at www.patreon.com forward slash the SNES podcast. Uh, you can also get other uh, perks like your early release of the episodes, uh, give your name shout out on uh, the episode like we just did, and some other stuff like that. So, uh, we are a proud member of both the Virtual Junkies Throwback Networks, where you can find a whole bunch of other great virtual themed uh, podcasts, both gaming and non gaming related. Uh, we're also available on iTunes, and we also have a Facebook page where you'd be more than welcome to give us. Uh, likes, comments, suggestions, the suggestions, that kind of stuff. Or if you want to reverse the social media for whatever reason, then if you want to email us directly, you can do so at the SNES podcast at yahoo.com. 
George, if somebody wants to uh, heap praise or disdain upon you, how can they do so? Oh, boy. Uh, well, if you want to tell me I'm awesome, you can do that. <laughs> if, you want, if you want to say otherwise, then get out of here. No, uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Chief. That's at M-I-S-T-U-R-C-H-E-E-F. And uh, fun times. Sometimes talking about weird stuff that I'm doing. <laughs> Like weird video game stuff. Speaking about weird video games, you have kind of like a weirdish game picked up for, uh, 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 picked up for us to cover next time, don't you? I wouldn't say it's really weird, just kind of different in a sense. I don't know. Uh, Tetris Battle Gaiden. It's a Japanese-only game, bulletproof software. Yeah, there's several Tetris games that only came out in um, uh, like Japan for some reason. I'm not sure what's up yeah. with that. No idea. But yeah, this is this is the, but yeah, this is one of them, and of course, being Japan only, I've not played it, so uh, I'm looking forward to trying it out. Gotta get on that Japan train. Yeah, but uh, that bullet train, the bullet train to <laughs> awesome Gamesville. <laughs> so I guess the main gimmick of this game is, like I said, it's like uh, uh, like two player mode only. There's uh, there's no single player mode. Something like that. So, yeah. Okay. So. Uh, Anyway, so, so like so we'll talk about it like in depth next time. So yeah, you know, uh, you know, as always, we, as always, as always, like very much appreciate you listening to this podcast. Thank you for support. Um, we have some. Uh, we're trying to, to. We're trying to arrange some more special uh, guest uh, uh, guest episodes coming up. Uh, coming up, uh, uh, you know, coming up coming in the near future. So stay, uh, so uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, and uh, and as always, uh, you know, like uh, we certainly appreciate you uh, taking taking the hour or so uh, to listen to us ramble about this like old this old uh, video game. So, um, uh, thanks. To, so thanks again, everybody out there for listening, and uh, we'll catch you again next time. Eep, eep, eep. No one got me that WD forty. What's going on? <laughs> call the call the intern and fire him. <laughs> fire the intern. That'd be you. What? <laughs> I am no intern, sir. <laughs> Fine, I didn't want to be part of this podcast anyway. <laughs> anyway, goodbye. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep of power.